Welcome to Faith and Farmers, the Lakeshore Community Podcast, where we will learn the history of this beautiful area and hear the stories from the people who live here, love here, and serve here. I'm your host and friend, Seth Mulder. Let's go to work. Wow, that was a... uh, You must be ready to go out on a mission. We, uh, We always start these podcasts with a prayer, but that was... That was powerful. Thank you. I am. Thank you. Of course, in true Lakeshore fashion, uh, we're recording <laughs> this with multiple flies <laughs> buzzing around. <laughs> the annoyance. Oh my goodness! Could be could be the Lakeshore mosquitoes. So we just have the flies today. Weston Brannon, thanks for thanks for entering in the recording studio today for the Lakeshore Faith and Farmers podcast. How many podcasts have you been entered on, interviewed on so far? None. In the world? You haven't been in any other famous podcasts? Nope. All right. Well, this is your breakthrough. This is your breakthrough moment. Tell us, tell us about you. Give, like, I actually asked you a question before we started today. I said, tell me about you. And you, you kind of gave us some insight to like, the, the real Weston Brandon. Tell us about yourself. Um, I absolutely love hunting. It's one of my passions. I've enjoyed wrestling from the last two years. I've taken a lot of lessons away from that and the sport and the people around me who were doing the acts for with me. I learned a lot from my friends in the church and just going throughout it, learning, being baptized when I was around 10 years old, just having to pick up from where most people think would be the starting point, mm-hmm. but having to start off at a different age. You hadn't been there for those 10 years, kind of thing, is that what you mean? Yeah, it was, it was a new experience when I first started. I didn't fully commit going for a few years. Um, it got really good coming when I started fully going to Lake Shore. I really started going to church, but the past, <laughs> it was kind of off and on. You'd see me here, but I wasn't always around. I'd be here once every three, four weeks, or right. once every two weeks. So tell us, tell us about your connection to Lakeshore. Um, your connection, your family's connection. Well, my dad was raised down here with my grandma and grandpa. Mm-hmm. And um, your grandparents are Audrey and Terry Brandon. Okay. For the record, everybody get that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a lot of times when I first started coming down to Lakeshore a lot more, was more when my grandparents, my mom mom and dad, Cindy and Stuart Tanner, Mm -hmm. both moved up to Fairview. Mm. That time, that's when I started coming down to Lakeshore a little bit more. Because my grandparents weren't around to babysit us. Because that's what we started off doing when I was younger. I remember going up and babysitting with being babysat with my grandparents. Because they were on the east side of Spanish Fork, weren't they? Yeah, they were all the way up in Spanish. Actually, I knew them 25, 25 years ago. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, see, I used to be hanging up in their house. And I'd see the church the pictures of Jesus Christ. And I'm going to be honest with you, I had no idea who he was. I always thought, for the longest time when I was younger, I 
literally thought he was a family member at one point. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I was like... You know, you were probably ahead of most of the church. Most of the church, I don't know if they always realize that he is a family member. So I like, I like that. I like it that way. Yeah, I, I don't know why or how. It just, for the longest time I was like, um, that's what I thought. And I didn't ask questions. I didn't think about it. But I remember going to Sunday dinners occasionally with my grandparents and my, my uncles. Corbin, who is my oldest, I think he, yeah, he's one of the oldest cousins. I think he is the oldest on the Tanner side. Um, he had gone on a mission. He's the one, I, one of the ones I was closest to. He just got back a week ago, and he, and I've seen what he, I remember what he was, and he was, and he was always a good guy. He's always fun, but there's a little bit of a change now. There's always... Every person I've seen go on a mission and come back, there's been a change. I want to experience that change, even if it's something. I feel like originally, I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't think I didn't see me doing a mission. I wouldn't. I didn't see me. I knew how I was. I knew my mistakes. Long time. No, no idea I was gonna go on a mission. What were you? Did you have a plan? What did you see yourself doing? I saw myself starting to get a job out of high school or starting to get jobs in high school and get myself started off and get myself going and try to get myself on a right foot. Mm -hmm. Getting myself expenses paid, getting bills and looking for apartments or a place to live and eventually in the long run, still have this plan out, is to start my own business hopefully, like, like a ranching business. Um, not sure what I'm going to do for the ranch 100% yet. I would love to do bison, but I would be fine with cattle for a while, but there's still some kinks to work out. <laughs> it's so long. There's a road I have to go on first. And so you changed. At some point you decided that, that you wanted to get to know this family member whose picture was hanging on your grandparents' wall, Jesus um, Christ, better. What... What did that look like? About nine was around that time when I started getting generally curious. My grandparents had brought me to church four or five times. I learned a little bit. I had no idea what the heck they were doing. i am be honest, I was lost. I was like, I didn't want to leave my grandparents. I, had no, I was in a whole new area. But there was different. There was something different. I can never explain it. It was comfort. Almost. You get a comfort from home, but this was different. It was more calm. You would see the chaos going around you, but you felt calm during the chaos. For me, that was... I went to... Oh, no, I'm out. <laughs> like, um... When I'm not comfortable with certain things, I'll be quiet for a minute, and some people will say BS and call me out, but mm -hmm. when I was younger, I used to not be as forward until I got comfortable. Mm -hmm. That's something I like did for the longest time, and then now I can be, I go, I can go my mouth for two hours, and everyone knows that. <laughs> <laughs> So you felt that, you felt coming to church with your grandparents, mm -hmm. um, 
here in Lakeshore? That was, or are you talking about in Spanish Fork? Down here in Lakeshore. Okay. Up at Spanish, I wasn't, my grandparents did go, and I do believe they did try to get me to go a few times. We, I, I was always with my mom and dad on Saturdays and Sundays, because yeah. they had those days off and we would spend time with the family. Right. And it was, those were fun, some fun days, and I remember them very well. But, so I never really did go to church with them that I can remember. I'm pretty sure they probably did take me once or twice, mm-hmm. way back when. I'm not mm-hmm. 100% sure, because I, I was almost too young. I just remember bits and pieces here mm-hmm. and there when I, for some reason, that had always just stuck. And, yeah, so my grandma and grandpa Brandon were the ones who got me and brought me to church that I can remember the first time. And those were the days I was trying to remember. Um, it was during, this is during the time when the wards were actually separated and it was, I went, because when I got baptized, it was during the time when we had separate, we actually, Lakeshore, sec, Lakeshore, yes, Lakeshore was actually going down to the, Steak Center, that's the word. Okay. And we were, and that's one of the times I was remembering. Mm-hmm. I remember going to the Steak Center and getting taught by Brady a little bit. Yeah. Brady Shepard? Yeah, Brady actually, that's one thing interesting that I remember was getting to learn about scouts and young men. Mm-hmm. Originally, I remember going up to scouts in Spanish for a, long, for a while. Mm-hmm. After I joined the church, I started going to scouts up in Spanish and coming down to Lake Shore here and there. I never knew what was going on in Spanish, so I never got to fully commit there as much. Um, once I started to come down to Lake Shore and do, got invited to church ball and started doing the young men's down here, I got, I think that's when it really started to pick up pace for me to start going to church. I had got more committed, I had more time down here. Um, I remember some of the older guys that I would hang out with who... Some of the older boys? Yeah. Young men? One one of the ones you made, probably one of the biggest influences, and probably the pain in my butt still to this day is Lance. Good old Lance. Lance Jensen. Yep. Um, Why is that? His dad. I remember being caught by, taught by his dad in... The deacons or teachers I was getting taught, he was teaching me. And he would relate stuff in a way that I can understand. Because originally, I had never read, I didn't, I read the Book of Mormon a little bit when I was in, right before I got baptized. I read probably about half of it then. I, I cannot tell you a word from it now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm up in a reread. There's some movies that my grandma had that I could name. I wish I could tell you, but I can't remember them off the top of my head anymore. They were, I used to watch them when I was starting out. But I just remember some of the lessons that Lance taught me really well. Because he taught me how... Um, he had some really good analogies. I, I wish I could quote him off the top of my head, but I can never fully... Do it. I would like to do it justice if I was to quote it. Because hmm. for me, those are something 
I would like to keep. That's how they were. But as he was teaching me, he got to a point where I was getting... He got to a point where I could understand it and get more interest. Because mm. he, he knew I was into hunting. He was... He did hunting. He did all of these activities I was interested in. And I... And he related the lesson in, in his life and how different things were adding together and how the Lord was working in those ways and how those lessons and those and these old missionaries, old pre everyone in the past had done and how it's similar to now and how what these interests are and how they had the same effect. In the Book of Mormon it talks about likening the scriptures to us. Right. It sounds like you had some amazing teachers, uh, yeah. and that you were prepared, right? You were ready. You were hungry. I got to admit, you did a good job, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Even though you were pain in the butt some days. Really? How so? Trying to catch you one day. You try it. <laughs> oh, catch me. You're talking about... Perseverance on some points. Um, some of our young men's activities that you had us do. I won my favorite games. I still love to this day... This and I put in. I actually used it in a lesson not too long ago. Teaching, um, mission. Mission. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun game. That was a fun game that you created, and I gotta admit, it was enjoyable. It was. Those were good times. Yeah. They were good times for me too. Yeah, I remember how you would always put. You sometimes put something online for us, and how you would explain a lesson out of it, like. Armies of Human. You used I I remember right, you related mission and how different terrain, how our different gear in that camping situation and how we had how we wanted to acquire certain things to the best of our abilities, like a tarp. Well you mm. didn't you said don't bring a tent. You said bring a tarp and be prepared to build your own shelter. We all did that for the requirements. And you related how each one of us chose something different and how in the armies of Hillman and how they chose their armor and that they used and how they actually protected themselves and you related it to how what we were doing. And then you related to mission how uh, how we had to use, what terrain we were using, what we were using to our advantage, and how the army of Hillman had the armor to protect them from their enemies, mm. and how they used strategy, even though they were outnumbered, they used strategy to be able to overwhelm their enemies, mm. even with the armor. If they didn't have the strategy, they wouldn't be able to fully overwhelm, and the priesthood and the help from the Holy Father they wouldn't have been able to do the things they did. And you helped teach me that throughout our time together. From And, you, and you've and you taught that since then? I actually did teach that not too long ago. That's exciting, because that's what the gospel is about. right? It's about you doing a work and then seeing that work progress. So, you know, I'm, I'm ecstatic just to hear that, you know, it was meaningful to you, but now you're teaching, right? Yeah, I actually taught it on my little... I actually got my friends to play Mission, and I... 
They, they, we had some fun with it. We brought, I, one of my buddies brought an airsoft gun, so we were, <laughs> you didn't want to get caught. <laughs> Whoever got caught had to line up in the line. Oh boy. I ran like the devil. <laughs> i put it that way. That's funny. That's funny. Well, I, I do want to get to hunting, but I, I don't want to break the, the, the thread that we're on right now, because I like, I like where you've put this conversation today. You talked about, changing uh, and and going from really not having a plan to serve a mission to, well, now, I mean, now we have, some, you have some news to share because I don't know the specifics about your news, but before we, we, we proverbially open the letter, um, what caused you to change and make a decision to serve a full-time mission? I mean, you have talked about Wanting to wanting to experience what Lance Jensen experienced, wanting to see, experience what um, your cousin Corbin experienced. There, they came, they went out young men, and they came back men. Yeah, and then I also saw what my leaders had told me, and so I didn't know my leaders as kids, but I've heard stories, plenty of stories. So I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Brady, I might have found some dirt on you, man. I'm <laughs> be honest there. But, yeah. And seeing how Brady's helped us and everyone in the war. Different. I might have been as close to everyone, but it doesn't mean I didn't watch. There was parts where I was like, some of the guys, I did not see serving a mission. Okay, so I'm talking about you, man. Sorry. <laughs> but for the longest time, Kason and I, Kason loved to pick on me, let's be honest. So I was a little kid, I was like, you butthead. Let's be, I didn't see him being, he never fit, to me, I'm being taught by the missionaries. So for mm, me, you've, you've I had, had the experience to sit on the other side of the missionaries and, and mm -hmm. the, the, the lessons, right? Mm -hmm. So. But to me, there was a perfect cutout. Kaysen, for me, did not fit that cutout mm. for the longest time. But then when he started to put the papers in and started the papers, something changed. It was subtle. It wasn't something, oh my gosh, something happened. It was something changed. He went from picking on me all the time. He's still my friend. I still consider him a friend. But, and teasing around and joking. But from all the picking on, he picked up more. He got more strength, it almost felt like. Not physical, not stem. It's nothing physical. But you can feel the strength coming from him. It's hard to explain still, because I don't, I never could fully pick out what it was, but something had changed. From when I was younger, the kind of, I'm gonna be honest, he wasn't my favorite <laughs> for a long time. And as we got older, he really became one of the guys I could see, and I, 
you probably have become by now, and I can honestly say this now, one of my favorite com young men in the ward for the last few years. He's just, all hands down, a fun guy to be around. And everyone who's being taught by him is getting a real treat. I'm, you guys can all argue against that. <laughs> you guys all can miss him, but whatever he's doing We'll right ask now, him to weigh in on their podcast, how they feel about that. He's done amazing. What was it like to prepare your papers and go through the, uh, the, the interview process, filling out the paperwork? I was scared out of my mind. <laughs> Let's be honest here. I was like, yeah, we'll see how this goes. I have no... When I first started out, I've been... This is... I decided to do my mission, my... So I think it was my... Either my freshman or my sophomore year. Mm -hmm. I had just started wrestling, so I, so 10th grade, so I think, yeah. I remember that. And I finally decided to serve a mission at the end of it. Because I had watched Dylan Euler, Hunters Rasmussen, Vicky Conrad start to think about it. I was watching all these seniors, all my friends I've made, go on missions. Including my cousin at that time. Then I'm seeing Cole, freaking Kaysen, Wyatt, all the old, all the old favorites. The old crew, the old crew, yeah. All decide that they wanted to do something more. They can say it was nothing they didn't want. It's nothing more. But I feel like. Just from being top of missionaries and seeing what's changed. When I was younger, I had a temper. I'm being honest here. Hands down, I had a temper. I still have a little bit of a temper. If I... But I realized the more I put myself into working, trying to become more Christ-like and serving the Lord, my temper is dissipated. When I wrestled, I let it out. <laughs> Channel it, right? Focus, focus your energy. <laughs> but everything else, it's been more all around. I've had a lot more ability to see who I'll become by coming closer to Christ and seeing basically my friends and all my companions. Basically, even if. You can you can call whoever you want to be your companion. That be my I will have a companion here before too long. I hope. <laughs> and but the services that we did during the men's, the activities we put ourselves into, the fun we have, the prayers we got to experience, the lessons that we taught in class and sacrament, everything we ever did. I'm going to be doing with my companion. So in a way, I, we've already been prepared to have someone like that with us. All we have to do is be willing to have them a little bit more. And I'm ready for that. I know you were ready because you, you put your 
your requests, you know, your papers, as we say, in the church. Uh, you submitted them. Mm-hmm. You met with Bishop Rindlischbacher and uh, President Dart. Mm-hmm. Submitted your papers. When did you submit your papers? Two months ago, I think. Okay, so it, 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 did it did it take longer than you expected to get that reply? Um, when I finally got everything wrapped up, it took two months. How were you feeling during that two months? Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? Um, I was nervous as heck. I I was starting. I was a little. I can admit, I was getting a little frustrated at the end, getting closer to the end. I was like, so I watched some of them get their papers in fast and get their calls within two weeks. And I was like, okay, what, what am I week doing? Week three, week four, week five, week seven. I was counting seven. down the days occasionally. Yeah. I'd catch myself counting down days and I was like, oh boy, this is bad. <laughs> So I was trying to get a little envious of others. Sure. And then, I'm going to be honest, when I finally got everything wrapped up and freaking the ringless boxers, I was helping them do flags on the 4th of July. And they had literally said I could get my call that day around 10. No, I was like, I'll be honest, I was like, in the back of my head, I was like, yeah, yeah, I said they're probably taking off this whole month. I doubt they're going to be trying to get my call out. I've waited two months. I'll wait, I can wait a little bit longer here. I'm being patient. I'll try to be patient. Uh-huh. And I was doubt- I had some serious doubts because it's taken two months. I was like, okay, they're going to get it to me eventually. I know that at this point. But... I can be patient long enough to do the Lord's work, and I'll do the best of my abilities. Wow, what a great episode. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check out the next installment of Faith and Farmers, the Lakeshore Community Podcast. I'm your host and friend, Seth Mulder. Until next time, keep up the good work.